there. You're listening to Happy Hostess Podcast with Christy Lalonde. I'll be sharing episodes each week to help you entertain and welcome guests into your home without all the stress. There will be guest interviews with party planning and hospitality experts that share their secrets to becoming a confident hostess. So get comfortable as we find the joy in celebrating life's big and small moments. Hello, welcome to the 14th episode of the Happy Hostess Podcast. Today, I have the pleasure of having Mary Alice from Mary Alice Home joining me today. We met almost a year ago when we did an Easter workshop together, and now she's here to help us learn the art of table setting. Thank you, Mary Alice, for being here. I'm so excited to chat with you again. Oh, thanks for having me, Christy. I'm honored to be one of the first people on your new podcast. It's so exciting. Oh, I'd love having you. So you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and your background? Oh, sure. I have been an interior designer for many years and love everything to do with the home, entertaining, you know, decorating, flowers, all of that. I think um, stemming from, as it all has for most of us, back to our childhood. (laughs) And I feel like anyone I talk to that is creative like me and like you, we were probably the youngest in the family. I think um, we all had that creative gene. So anyway, that led me to interior design and I had loved doing that. I worked in retail, home design, home interior design, and I have been a buyer for small home furnishings as well as gifts. So gift buying, which included a lot of dishes, placements, um, Christmas ornaments, florals, that kind of thing. And that really really sparked my interest and it was so much fun. So anyway, long story short, that has led me to an Instagram account that I thought would just be fun and kind of a good pastime, which has turned into a business. Wow. (laughs) Unexpected. It was, yes, it was so unexpected. I was kind of like taking a backseat to working and, oh, this will be fun. And now it's it's kind of um, full-time, but I love it. I love it more than anything I've probably ever done. That's wonderful. I love it when something comes together when you weren't even trying. Right. Well, and look, we're friends now and I would have never met you. Absolutely. That's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, Was it during, was it recently that this came about that you started Instagram? It did. Well, I actually started um, like my first Instagram account was probably in 2018 or 19. And then, you know, I think with a lot of us during COVID and that quarantine period, we kind of amped up what we were doing on social media. And then I certainly did. And then I ended up um, deciding not to go back to my design job when all was said and done, I just kind of wrapped up some projects and, and worked freelance instead of going into the office, which was, um, and still is really kind of a bonus. So it's, you know, it's, it's new, new newish since then. It is. That is fairly new. I, I did not realize that you were, that you hadn't been on for years and years, really. Right. Yeah. I'm a newbie or maybe not even anymore, but I didn't really know what I was doing at first. And some days I still don't. (laughs) 
I don't think any of us do <laughs> because it changes. <laughs> it does change. Yes. Well, I'm glad it worked out. And Me too. It brought us together. It did. So what do you feel like first for you to your interest in decorating and entertaining? Oh, probably, you know, I'm sure it had to do with how I grew up. I was the youngest child and mm-hmm. my mother was very domestic. I don't know if that's like the right word, but anyway, she was, she was great. She was baked. She cooked, she gardened. She was a sewer. She loved crafts. She loved having like little ladies over and entertaining family and friends. And I feel like I, you know, growing up, there was always a a relative's birthday party or an anniversary or a first communion or something like that. So it was just always like a great uh, feeling to be around um, friends and family and food and a nice table and all the excitement of getting ready for for guests. Yes. Now, now that you're older, what type of <laughs> entertaining do you enjoy the most? Do you like like small get-togethers or parties? What what's your Oh, preference? like me personally? Yes. You know, it's funny. I have a tendency to get a theme idea and want a big party, which <laughs> I have done. And that's that's fun and there's so much to plan and um I recently did a big Halloween party this fall and It was great. It was so much fun. But there again, you don't have that one-on-one time to talk to all of your guests. Yes. You know, it's a wild night. Everyone has a great time. And then you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't talk to Christy or whoever. Right. So I'm trying to do more smaller parties, two to three couples or, you know, four or five girlfriends, something like that. And I, I enjoy that intimacy. And then you can just kind of kick back, relax and enjoy everybody. Right. Whoops. So I like both, but um, I'm trying to focus on keeping them a little more small and intimate. Yes. I, Halloween is so fun to plan. <laughs> There's so One many exciting holidays. possibilities. It can be quirky or, you know, or formal. Yes. And you get to dress up. That's my favorite. Right. right. Exactly. <laughs> Well, you are so well known for your tablescapes and your table settings are just beautiful. So I know our listeners would love to learn from you. Do you have like a process when you start to plan for a table setting? Well, I usually start with what I'm setting a table for. So it would be like an occasion or a theme. Okay. And that that kind of draws in what else you're doing to the table. For instance, well, Valentine's Day obviously is right now, and then we're going into spring. So if I was doing a Valentine's table, it would probably be starting with the dishes for that occasion, because I have a few dishes I can use for Valentine's Day. I don't have a specific pattern. Um, So dishes, and then from there what is going to be placed on the table first? Am I going to do a tablecloth or a tablecloth with placemats? Um, So that, you know, that will kind of determine that focus. And then I like to layer my tables. So let's say a tablecloth. I love a charger plate. I love a dinner plate, a salad plate, and maybe a bowl or a small 
dessert plate on top of that, which makes the table look beautiful. It can also throw your guests a little bit when they don't know which plate to use. Oh, <laughs> so what do you do in that instance? If, well, if they look, I, I love to have the table set. So when people come in, they see it and it looks very pretty. Yes. You know, and it, it just kind of makes that first impression like, oh, we're welcome here. This, you know, she's gone to a lot of work. Not, not that I need that accolade that she went to a lot of work, but I think it makes your guests feel important. Right. Like when they walk in prepared and for them. Yeah, they they see something that's waiting for them to enjoy. Yes. So I, I love a plate stack. I think it is uh, really impactful and it, it makes the table just look full and lovely. So I'll do two different things. If I'm having a dinner party, I can tell everyone to sit at the table and before we serve and then just say, and, and I'll just do it myself. I'll say, if you want to just take your salad plate and the bread and butter plate and set it off to the side, I can collect those. Okay, that's great. Or or before we eat, myself or my husband will just go in and take those different plates off and set them to the side because we'll probably use them for the salad or the dessert or something like that. Oh, perfect. But I always want everyone to feel comfortable. So even if we sit down, I'll say, okay, you guys, I know you have a lot of plates in front of you. So... We're not going to use these, pass them, pass them to your left and we'll collect them. So that's kind of how I, I deal with that, with all the extra stuff that's sitting in front of you. And that makes everyone feel comfortable because they like yeah. being told what to do. Yes. And the ladies love it. The The gentlemen, if you're having a couple's party, it might be lost on them, but that's okay. It's, it's kind of like all the pillows on the sofa. They just <laughs> yes, don't understand. Exactly. That's exactly right. Is there anything that you always try to keep in mind when you're planning and kind of editing what you're putting on or taking off oh, the table? Um, I like to have something uh, a little special at each table, at each place setting, whether it's a, you know, a place card with their name on it, or just maybe a tiny flower laying on the napkin or a piece of chocolate, special chocolate on the bread and butter plate, you know, just something a little like treat if you right. will. Yes. Um, if I'm having ladies over, it's nice to, you know, maybe just a little gift at each table it could be a little bag of nuts wrapped with a nice bow or, you know, a little candle, something, it doesn't have to be extravagant, but right. just that little extra touch is fun. Yes. It adds to the interest of the table. And of course we all love getting gifts. Exactly. It's just, it's just a nice little gesture. Yeah. Now, what about centerpieces? Um, what do you try to, I know that you are like the queen of taking one decor item and making 10 centerpieces. You are so talented <laughs> at that. Yes, um, recycle those flowers. Don't let them go to waste. Um, well, you know, I love a big, beautiful floral arrangement on a table. And I like a lot of candles. But really, to be honest, do you know what it's like when you sit down at a table and you can't see half the people? Right. But you can see this beautiful arrangement. So I will put it on the table, but there again, I will remove it and put it like on a sideboard or a bar cart or something like that. Okay. I don't feel bad if there's something even smaller. I'll tell people, I'm like, listen, if there's anything in the center of the table that's bothering you, you want it out of your way, let me know. I'll move it. It's not a big deal. Sure. 
you know, and then people are like, oh yeah, this is, I feel crowded with this in front of me or whatever. And that's totally fine. You want everyone to feel comfortable and enjoy their time. Yes. But I do like that, um, that beautiful ta-da of the flowers or the big bowl, you know, in the center of the table with things in it. It just, it's kind of a fun, again, a fun look as people enter. Yes. And it always will look great if you put it, like you said, like on the kitchen island or on the dessert table, it'll still make a statement once you Mm -hmm. went to move it. Exactly. Candles are great. You know, try and keep the candle stick, the candle holders at a minimum. So they're not like the big chunky, huge ones. Okay. Um, But I think candles make a nice, um, a nice addition to any table, whether it's an afternoon lunch or dinner party. And what do you think about scented candles at the Mm, table? Not at the table. Okay. And you know, that's, that's, I don't know. Do you use scented candles at your table? No, I feel like it gets them, like it can, A, some people have allergy issues that Mm -hmm. don't need to be right next to it. But that's also, unfortunately, sometimes a problem with flowers, but. um, Right, right. Exactly. I forgot about that aspect. It is, it can be tricky the food i just don't like the idea of like a mango scented candle when i'm serving beef or gignon <laughs> you know exactly exactly and i that's funny we're talking about this because i never use scented candles on a table and then they're speaking of candles i make sure they're like dripless cuz i've had that happen too or they're dripping all over and that's a mess oh yes um me too but i I had some people over last night and I had a candle in the corner of the dining room that was scented and I wasn't thinking of that. And someone said, oh, you're ho- oh, the dining room smells so good. And that was like, oh, it's that candle. Feel free to blow it out. <laughs> oh yeah. That's funny. You no, know, I that just, it, it wasn't on the table, but it was in the room. Right. Yes. What, what scent was it? It's called Sunday morning. Okay. It was lovely. And and they were all like, no, no, it's fine. And I'm like, well, if anyone doesn't like it, blow it out. So, yes, some some scents don't really interfere, but there are certainly some that (laughs) don't go with others. It's like if you're at a restaurant and someone sits next to you and they're wearing so much fragrance. Right. That's that's difficult for me. Yes, it is for me, too. Uh, I I, I, I do like like light scents, but... Mm-hmm. Really strong things just drive me crazy. I agree with that. Well, when you are creating those beautiful centerpieces, and and what do you kind of keep in mind when you're buying pieces for your for your home that you may use for a dining room table? Is there anything that we can look for that would be multi-purpose? Oh gosh, yes. Well, if anyone follows me, they know I love giant bowls. <laughs> yes. I think I I love to have a nice bowl or vessel and then they're multi-purpose. You can use them for fruit. You can use them for holding magazines or blankets, you know, depending on the size you can, you know, they can serve another function. Uh, I also think it's really fun to go if you're a thrifter or like antique shopping, just to browse through those stores and maybe find an old cash po that's small, that just is interesting or um, lots of the old silver pieces, once you polish them up, they're so beautiful. 
And you can mix those in with a really contemporary table setting or something super formal. I like just finding things that are interesting and a little unexpected. So you can also like even stacking up books in the middle of the table and maybe put a small arrangement on top of a book with a candle or something like that. So it's not your typical vase holding flowers. But I like those fun little unexpected trinkets or pieces that you can mix in with more than one look. I love that. And I especially love the vintage pieces because it's so fun, like to have something that no one else has on their table. You know, it's unlikely that someone's going to have the exact same um, covered casserole dish that, that you're using without the. Yes. And like, and speaking of that, like as someone, I don't know about you, people like to give me their old dishes. (laughs) I wish that was the case. I don't want it here. Take it. So some very pretty like covered casserole dishes that you just mentioned, if you take the lid off, they can be great for a flower arrangement or putting popcorn in to set on the sideboard for a party or something like that. So kind of think out of the box too, when you're looking, if you're entertaining, just kind of look in the closet and see what odd pieces you have here are there that you could use for serving or flowers or something like that. I love it. That's, that is a great way to look at things. Everything can be used for different. different right. Purposes. Exactly. Um, there's a reel that's going around right now, I think, and the, the wording in it is buy the weird stuff, use the weird stuff. <laughs> and I get that, you know, if it's quirky and fun, it can really be a nice, unique piece to um, use when you're entertaining. Yes. Yes. I always tell my daughter, the really best dressed people, every now and then they'll look a little weird. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. That one skirt or top that no one else would wear, but someone else can pull that off. Right. Because they are one of the best dressed because they're using things unusually, you know, Mm -hmm. typically. So I'm also a big fan of spray painting things. Oh, that is a good that's a good thing. So, Nate, tell me some things that you've spray painted. I love a good spray paint project. Um, let's see. Well, I like to get an old, um, like a vintage piece, like a wood framed mirror that's very ornate and spray it a glossy green or red or white to make it, you know, more contemporary, but yet it's got that old vibe to it. That's so fun. I have sprayed plates to use on a table setting and I know you shouldn't eat off those. Right. <laughs> so not right. like a charger, but right. chargers are fine. Okay. Charger plates. I've done a lot of spray painting and decoupage on charger plates because um, that's not touching your food. Right. But I have spray painted like um, little bread and butter plates that had kind of a cool um, scallopy edge because I needed a certain color. And then I put just used them for rolls. Resourceful. You know, so it wasn't like there was um, anything right. liquid or wet on them. Right. You could or also you could use a, little... a dolly too if you yes, wanted. exactly. So if it went with the rest of the table. Thank you. I couldn't remember that word, doily. Yes. <laughs> it's not one we use often these days. It's not the word we use often, but we knew what we were talking about. Yes. 
Well, I like to ask everyone, what does hospitality really mean to you? Oh, gosh. Um, I think to me, it means just being able to have people welcome people into your home and have them feel relaxed and important and like they're part of part of the group, part of the family, you want them there. Um, just, I guess, a welcoming and peaceful feeling. That's beautiful. I like the way you put that. Thank you. And tell me, what is the why or the the really reason for you when it comes to inviting guests over? Why is it important to you? Oh, I don't know. I just think it's so much fun. <laughs> it um, is fun. <laughs> I. Uh, well, and I love to celebrate, you know, like Valentine's day, which is always fun or just having a couple friends over for no apparent reason that you haven't seen in a while, or you may, maybe have seen someone at a big party and you didn't speak to them. And then a couple weeks later, have them over for dinner. That's great to reconnect. To I just think I, well, I also think that if you are one to enjoy entertaining, you don't really need reasons. You just like to do it. That is and true. But it's a it's a chore and it's very stressful and it's something they really struggle doing. So we all have our gifts. Yes. Yes. It yeah, I understand <clears throat> that fun factor for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is- I've seen some of the parties you've thrown for the kids and whatever, and they're awesome. Oh, thank you. It is. I I do love it. Parties are the most fun to plan. Aren't they great? They They are. are. Well, I know that things do not always go as planned when we invite people into our homes. And sometimes (laughs) that can be like a really good story. So do you have any times that you want to share with us that things didn't go as exactly the way you wanted? Oh, yeah. Let me think. So I just said Valentine's Day, and this happened two years ago, maybe. So I was trying out a new recipe, and I I don't recommend that when you're entertaining. (laughs) I agree. I figured it can't be that hard. My sister gave me the recipe. She made it. Other people have made it. It's like um, the candied bacon. Oh. Where you, it's like a brown sugar seasoning. You put on bacon and bake it. And it's just, it's delicious. You know, it's crispy and that sweet and salty. So I followed the recipe. It was in the oven. All of a sudden I smell like burning and I checked and it was still like halfway through the cooking process. So it burned so bad. Oh no. I had to take the pan out like my back door and put it outside. Oh gosh. So it was probably like five to 10 minutes before my (laughs) friends started showing up. And there's nothing worse than your house smelling like you burnt everything. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, and that's where you just have to say, well, I burned our appetizer. So you're not getting that today. Um, you know, that, that stuff happens. It, it does happen. And usually it relaxes people when something <laughs> yes. goes wrong, to be honest, because they have something to laugh about and know that you're not perfect. <laughs> so they right. don't, have I mean, to it does either. happen and it's like, sorry, I have to air the house out, but it's, you know, <laughs> yes. not appealing. Oh, and I've had 
parties were at the end of the night and I'm cleaning up, I've opened my microwave and there's a whole thing of meatballs that I didn't serve. You know, I think we've all done that. Absolutely. I have for sure. Yeah. I wonder how many times actually I've done it. (laughs) (laughs) I make lists of what I'm serving. Yeah. But then sometimes once the guests arrive, the lists don't get looked at. And exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really good with that list ahead of time. It's in the midst of someone might move my list or... (laughs) Yes, that's true. I might just stop using it, not realizing that I'm using it, not using it. Yeah. And generally, if I'm serving a dinner, I'll I'll have everything, but those appetizers can get lost in the shuffle. Yes. Definitely at parties too, I feel Mm -hmm. like, because you have multiple items, you know, and it's easy to, if you're doing an appetizer party, for example, to... It's easy not to notice that one's not on the table. Oh, it totally is. Yes, absolutely. Well, my last question I'd like to ask before our speed round is, what is the one piece of advice that you'd give a new hostess that is just getting started? Oh, a new hostess. Oh, gosh, I have a lot. I would tell them to start small and work their way up. Meaning, you know, have another couple over or have two couples over and make sure if it's a dinner party, that it's a dinner, if they're making it themselves. A lot of people these days, you know, order food in, which is great. Just make sure, like I was just talking about, don't try a new recipe. Um, You know, keep, keep things under control that you know you can manage. That keep is- it simple, keep it relaxed. What I didn't do from the very beginning, and now I, you know, looking back, I wish I would have, is like keep a little like entertaining diary almost. Yes, that is a great uh, idea. I know. I wish I would have been doing that for all these years, but, you know, oh, I had the, the Smiths and the Joneses over and we had hamburgers or whatever it is. Because I sometimes forget, you know, from time to time who came and what I served. Right. Sure. But for the new new people out there, just to, you know, start small and work your way up. You know, as long as you're doing things that you've done before and, you know, are tried and true and they're, you know, you'll, you'll be fine. That is good advice. You just gotta, just gotta do it. Exactly. <laughs> Get started and you, and you learn each time a little more. Right. And just make sure um, you keep in mind, nothing's perfect (laughs) because there's always a glitch. Absolutely. I feel like where we set ourselves up for failure is that we're expecting that it should be perfect. And yes, it's not. And it isn't. I have to remind myself of that. You know, it's not every, like last night I had my book club and we have dinner and whatever. And it's, I have to, all day it was like, it's book club. It's not an event. Right. You know, everyone's coming for the same reason. It's fun. These are my friends. Just enjoy it. You don't have to pull all the stops out. Yes, that is true. I think some of us that do this (laughs) think everything has got to be to the nines, and it doesn't. Yes, I blame Martha Stewart for that. Yeah, I do too. It's her fault. (laughs) Yes. I mean, I love, I mean, she was my idol when I was Oh, yes, absolutely. I admire her in many ways, but... I do feel like when I look around that I think about all these people that are intimidated to entertain, I feel like it's her fault <laughs> or, you know, not her fault, but like the, that in 
industry. It kind of, yes, she was the first like one to bring about, it's, it's a good thing. It's perfect. Yeah. It's yes. <laughs> well, and, and I have friends and you probably do too, that are like, oh, you do it so well. And it's like, but this is what I do. Yes. You know, there's a lot of things I don't do well. Oh yeah. I have a long list. <laughs> so <laughs> yes, a party and entertaining and setting a table are, are my strong suits. So, <laughs> well, I have some speed round questions for you. Are you ready? Oh, I don't know. I guess I am. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. What's your favorite dessert? Oh, like an ice cream sundae. Yum. 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 With chocolate, you know, it's got to have chocolate and, and nuts on it. Is there food that you really dislike? They're, the only thing I really can't eat are scallops. Ugh, I and I love those. seafood, but I just, I can't do it. What, who was your teenage celebrity crush? Oh my gosh. Who was that? It's been too long since I was a teenager, Christy. <laughs> um, or a crush, a celebrity crush now would be fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. <laughs> I don't know. Who's my celebrity crush? Oh my gosh. I like all the guys on uh, Yellowstone. <laughs> oh, I can understand that. Now I'm going to be thinking all day. I'll have to call you back and give you my teenage crush. I'm like spacing it out. Please do. Now, do you like to go in? Do you like to stay in or go out on Valentine's Day? Oh, I would like to go out. And what is your all-time favorite cookbook? Oh my gosh. It is my, it is, it's an old like Better Homes and Gardens cookbook that my mom gave me for I think my wedding shower. Oh. And it's, you know, it's dirty and gross and yellowed and I love it. Oh, I bet. I'm sure it's well used. Yes. Well, I am so grateful that you've come here to help our listeners learn more about all of the art of tablescaping. And I know they want to find you online. So where can they find you? Oh, okay. On Instagram, I am maryalice.home. And uh, my website is maryalice at home, A-T. Well, thank you again for coming here and being with us. I just appreciate you so much. Oh, thanks, Chrissy. I had so much fun talking to you. I hope we get to see each other soon. We'll have to plan our schedules. Maybe we can cross paths again. Absolutely. I look forward to it. Thank you. I'm happy to be part of this. I'm, I'm always so excited to talk to you. Thanks. You too. Thank you, Christy. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Happy Hostess Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, rate, and review it on your podcast app. It would mean the world to me. If you need links for anything mentioned during this episode, head over to happyhostesscollective.com and you'll find them in the show notes. A new episode comes out every Tuesday, and I can't wait for you to tune in next time. Until then, have a great week.